Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So, you know, I'm a sucker for social media ads. Oh, and yeah. And you're easy to target. Let's go. I am. Very easy to target. I am team track everything of me so you can better serve me ads and my experience online oh, yeah. will be complete. I am not against tracking. Please know everything about me so my online experience can be great. And so I was browsing Facebook one day and it's literally Facebook and not even Instagram. It's normally Instagram ads that get me. But I got served this Facebook ad and we haven't gone to it yet. So I'm I'm hoping it lives up to the hype. But if it's as good as I think it's going to be, I'm just going to be like, you're welcome, friends, for me being easily influenced and looking online and being served ads because I'm scrolling Facebook one day and I see the words Taylor Swift and then I see a bunch of candles and I'm like, what is this? And so I click on it because I'll click on anything. <laughs> and it's a candlelight string quartet Taylor Swift experience here in Kansas City. They play a whole set of T Swift songs. I immediately texted you and a bunch of other girlfriends and was like, who's coming with me? Because I'm going. And I would literally go by myself if I had to. And luckily, everyone was like, me! Yeah. <laughs> so there's six of us going. And it's this week, the week of recording. By the time you listen to this, we'll have already gone. And hopefully, we'll just be raving about the experience. Yeah. I am so freaking excited. I have this gut feeling that it's going to feel really similar to a couple of years back. We went to Harry Potter, but they played, so we watched the movie and then the symphony played all of the music like on top of it. And it was amazing. I was, was, I cried. I'm going to cry on Thursday. I cried then. I'm going to cry now. You know, the only thing that would top it off is if there was a surprise, like visit from actual Taylor Swift. But no, like, just to be clear, she's not coming. You're not no. like missing some announcement. Like, no. it's a local thing. But they've been doing a whole series, it seems like with this like mm-hmm. candlelight and the string quartet. And they're doing like, they're doing various artists and, they and have whatever. A queen quartet. A queen one? Yeah. Yeah. I Beatles, believe it. Queen, Taylor It's Swift. kind of like this whole summer series they're doing here mm-hmm. in Kansas City. But obviously, this one is the one that struck the chord with us. And especially with like coming out of the her last 
you know, her folklore era. Uh, like, I just feel like that's very indicative of the vibe it's going to be. Like. Well, I've seen the set list and it's not all from, from oh, okay. those albums. And so it's a v- good variety. And so I'm very excited. One of my absolute favorite things is like the classical version of popular music, like yeah. the music in Bridgerton. Like we went to a new dinner theater a couple weeks ago with my parents there's one right by my house. They get us tickets every year for Christmas. It's like part of our Christmas experience stuff. And you literally go eat and you watch a play. And while we were waiting, we got there like obscenely early for some reason. We're never there that early, but we went to a matinee. So we just like didn't know what time to show up. And so we're just sitting and waiting. We've got our drinks and they're playing like a pop playlist of just classical, like classical pop. And so Brian shazammed it and found it, found the playlist they were using on Spotify. And so I listen to it now when I'm like cleaning, cause it's just, it's so good. And you're just yeah. like, you know, the songs. And so you feel the feelings of what you feel when you like listening to the song, but it's just like a calmer version of it. Yeah. It just makes me feel fancy. It makes me feel like I, I'm I feel like it's really showing our age here because <laughs> it just like reminds me of when my grandma would like put a record on when yeah. I was a kid. Like it just feels like a, it's like the equivalent of like the feel of a slow Saturday morning. Like it's yeah, just like, yeah. <sighs> like well, the sun's out. I have a, I should share this Spotify playlist. If you guys want it, let me know. I haven't listened to classical pop list before. I don't know why I haven't. Cause one of my favorite Spotify playlists that I've cultivated over the years is like strings or classical or just instrumental hip hop. Oh, it's so, I mean, it's like the instrumental version of baby got back. <laughs> like So good. It's so good. So I'm obsessed with it. I don't know why I like it so much, but it just makes me feel like fancy and it, yeah. it's good. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how and when I can start reincorporating. I think I'm like just now ready to start incorporating more background noise. Mm. Following the accident, it basically went from mm-hmm. I would listen anywhere I was. The radio was always on and like loved music and then after the accident, it was like, I need silence. My brain needs yeah. rest so I can heal. And especially when I was alone, I just really craved like pure silence. Yeah. But I feel like I'm just like, I'm just now coming out of the corner where I literally will cook a meal dead silent, no TV, no nothing. And I'm like, I feel like I'm ready for like a little yeah, music like, in the yeah. background. Start with some pop classical. I feel like that's a good, like, not yeah. too in your face. Yeah. Yeah. But one yeah. more sound recommendation I have before we move on. I, okay, so you've heard about white noise. You've yeah. heard about like frequency noises. And I have these headphones that I sleep with at night. It's an eye mask headphone and the speaker is like a flat disc. So it doesn't like hurt your ear. And I got them because my husband snores and is so fucking annoying. And it just makes me so violent. And he's one of those people where like, I'll wake him up to, cause if he just rolls over, he stops snoring, but he's so asleep that he'll wake up and he'll go, I wasn't asleep, but I, I wasn't that I'm like, you were di- okay. So roll over. So I don't want to fight in the middle of the night and it like makes me angry and I have the hardest time falling back to sleep. So I got these speakers, whatever. I've been listening to this frequency. It's like a 47 Hertz. Is it Hertz? 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 Is that it? Yeah, the HZ? So. 
I think right? so. Hurts. Yeah. And it's great. I love it. But I was just like wanting something new. So I heard about brown noise. Yeah, I was going to say, what is the actual difference between white noise and brown noise? Okay, let me explain this to you. I have a white noise machine. It's an actual white noise machine. I love it. It's like a fan motor. So there's no loop because my brain catches loops. And if I hear a loop, I'm over it. I can't do it. So I need no skips, no loops, no commercials, no nothing. And so my white noise machine is great. It's right by my head, but it wasn't loud enough to like drown out the snoring. Brown noise, you should listen to it. It is, even with my frequency sounds, my brain still sometimes like ruminates or like think about what I need to do tomorrow or like kind of prep. And it's not that bad, but because it's, it kind of puts me back to focus. Brown noise literally does not let your brain think like at all. Like every thought in your brain just, it goes away. Exits. It exits. And so I've been using that for like a week or so now. And I, I like am literally laying there like I want to think about something right now before I'm going to bed. And my brain's like, no, girl, go to sleep. And so it's been great. I love it. I just have a Spotify list of brown noise. It's like 12 hours of brown noise with no commercials. I mean, I have Spotify premium, so I don't have to listen to commercials, but find it however you want. I think you should test it. So apparently there is pink noise, white noise, and brown noise. I don't know what pink noise is. Brown noise generates sound randomly. White noise is all energy is the same. So energy decrease. So in brown noise, energy decreases as frequency goes up and vice versa. So like there's this like juxtaposition, whereas white noise is all frequencies are all the same all at once. What's pink? Pink noise. Lord, let's see if I can read this. Pink noise consists of all frequencies that are audible to the human ear, but energy is not equally distributed across them. That energy is more intense and lower frequencies, which makes it deeper than white noise. Interesting. So white noise is best for sound masking, managing tinnitus. If you have like an inner ear problem, Mm -hmm. increasing concentration, improving sleep and relaxation, pink noise specifically for falling asleep, staying asleep longer, blocking Mm -hmm. disruptive noises and improving memory. Okay. Brown noise, relaxation, sleep aid, noise blocking, improved focus. I feel like you need to try pink noise next. I feel like I do. I'm adding it to my Spotify right now. Yeah. Yeah. So like some examples of the kinds of noises, and then I swear to God, we'll talk, stop talking about this. Mm -hmm. So like white noise is like a fan, television Uh static, a radiator Uh heater, a humming, I think it's the most like familiar because it's usually yep. like sounds from childhood, if that makes yep. sense. Or it's like your AC, like right. you hear it regardless right. of whether you have a white noise machine or not. Exactly. Pink noise is rainfall, wind, Ooh. rustling leaves, even heartbeats. Ooh. And brown noise is really strong waterfalls, low roaring, like a roaring river, Mm. soft tumbling thunder. That's why I like it. (laughs) I will try pink noise though. Yeah, I will. If we have time at the end, I'm going to play sounds of pink and brown and you guys can guess. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) So 
Let's get in. I feel like our small life chat banter goes smoothly into our discussion today. So we were having a presentation with our clients inside the incubator a couple weeks ago. And if you didn't know, we have established values here at Boss Project. Some of them Mm -hmm. are client public facing. Some of them are internal for our team to live in. And some are both. Some are both. And we've established these values and we've established what is the definition of the value mean to us? How do you live in it? How do you not live in it? And then reflective questions to ask yourself just to dig deeper to learn how to live in that value. Well, the two, one of them that's public facing and our very first like absolute priority is our value of life first. And we were talking about this value with our clients and some of them were asking okay, well, I would be interested and curious to hear how you guys are actually able to live life first. What does it mean to you? How does having that value actually change your day-to-day, your schedule, your routine, what you do, whatever? And so we wanted to share that with you today. Yeah. So I think one of the things to distinctly point out is when you're living life first or when you're pursuing building a business life first, I think our interpretation is really focused on leaning into the season in which you're in. Mm -hmm. And so seasons are not necessarily determined to be short or long, but they're intentional choices. And you can be in a season of growth and you intentionally choose to work full time and still respect life first, but it just may be a season in which you show up more often. We've had seasons of life first that have been so chill and so relaxed. Emily and I were working 10 to 15 hours a week. We've also had seasons of life first where we were in a growth season Mm -hmm. and we were working full time hours, but we had it set up in a way where we were respecting our lives Mm -hmm. in a way that still allowed lots of flexibility, still prioritize our life and family over anything else. And so we want to kind of show you what does living in that look like in various seasons. And some of these things are consistent all the time. And some of these things are more consistent to when we're in a slower season or when we're in a growing season. Yep. And I do want to like really point out, and I'm looking up our, our value within our team playbook that we share with our team. And the last sentence is the boss project team knows that the only way for rest and productivity to happen is with direct open and early communication. And that's really like the actual non-negotiable of life first is life first looks a gajillion different ways oh, yeah. for every single member of our team, our team while we're working, our team when we're not working. But how it looks isn't the point. It's mm-hmm. how it's communicated and how every single person honors it. So the person needing it and then the person supporting that person getting it. So what does life first look like you in a couple areas? Yeah. So I think one of the things that I remember kind of popping up early when Emily and I started to be really intentional about this was there were things that Emily and I kind of considered non-negotiables, like things that we really wanted to prioritize. And the interesting thing is I think some of those early things really shaped how this has kind of evolved over time. But one of them was my desire to like fall in love with cooking again. Like I wanted to actually like it and not be stressed out by it because it, it was getting to the point where like figuring out when and how to eat was becoming so much of a disruption that I was stressed by it. And so I was like, 
I want to be able to, if I want to, make like a full meal in the middle of the day or actually prepare and have food on hand and like be able to stop my day at a reasonable time so I can make a dinner that's nutritious and fills me up and feels good. And I've had to adjust what this looks like over time and in different seasons. But the interesting thing is, because it's been a priority, not only do I not resent it or stress out about it anymore, but I actually enjoy it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which to have something that you used to like hate and kind of despise be something that's now of an interest, I think is just a representation of what it looks like to allow yourself enough time. Yeah. Because it's really what it's about. Because I think so often it's the, you're stressed because you're showing up to the fridge and everyone's already starving and you don't even know what groceries you have on hand. You're hangry and frustrated and so are your children or whoever else is around. Yep. Anyway. Well, I love that for you. (laughs) I have eliminated cooking from my repertoire over the years because I did it too much and I don't want more time with it. I want less of it. I want it done in front of me so I can eat it. Is That's right. Love it. <laughs> Love that for um, me. Okay. So a couple things that I wanted to add mine. So I hope that you also see like throughout our list here, there's, they're like, it's nothing extraordinary. No. Honestly, it's like moments of like, it's so it's honestly, when you're thinking about your work in your life and your day, it's everything that you feel like you should have grace and space around, but that you don't. And either it's because your job doesn't enable you to, your boundaries aren't enabling you to, something in your schedule isn't enabling you to, but how easy if you prioritize this as a value that it actually can happen. And Mm -hmm. when like life's normal, like spots in life that are normally a rush or chaotic or difficult or stressful, when they're all of a sudden, like literally not a problem in your life. I'm telling you, like everything else in your life feels lighter and easier. Yes, literally. So one of my one of my main priorities was around school for our kiddo. So she's five and a half. She's about to be heading into kindergarten, but she's been going to pre-K for the last couple of years. And I hate feeling rushed to literally do anything. I literally hate feeling rushed, but I also hate feeling rushed in the mornings. I don't want to be rushed to wake up, to be ready, to get someone ready, to get them to school, to be ready, to come to a meeting, to sit down and be ready. And like all of the things are happening super, super quickly. And so I communicated with my team that like, while we may start at this time, like I literally cannot get into the office until a certain time because I'm getting a human ready for school. And even though I'm not taking her to school, cause I also delegated that it's still the rush of like getting someone out of the house and then the energy needing to die down a little bit for me to feel like calm to come to work. Because you know how you're like, if you rush from one thing, that's high energy to go into something else, you bring that high energy into it. And I don't like that. I -hmm. like having slow, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl mornings. And I want that. And so we have slow mornings. There's no rush to get Penny ready by like super fast specific time because we're just like, reason around in our day. I have coffee. I'm able to like dive in slowly in the way that works for me to be able to start my day. And then I prioritize the same thing on the tail end of the day. So I personally know in order for me to show up best as a wife, a mom, a human, I have to have some like moments of silence and alone time just for like 
15, 20 minutes. Like that's all that I need to go from one long day of thing to a different long day of thing. Well, and, so, and I, I think part of that is because we don't have a commute. We like, don't have a commute. That's the other thing is like when people work from home, you don't build in times for decompress to drive to work and build up like a different energy cycle there. And then time I actually, I know my commutes sucked a lot because it was, there's traffic and all of that. But the things that I missed about it, like you yeah. have to be intentional and add that stuff yes. back in. So I am a non-negotiable have to stop my workday at a certain time so that I can have at least 20 minutes of like sitting on the couch. Maybe I'll sit out on the deck. I'll read a little bit of a book or literally sometimes I just sit there and don't do anything. Mm -hmm. And then my kiddo gets home and we like start kind of part two of our day. But if I don't have that time to decompress, if I'm literally walking downstairs from my office and she's already here. I have to be very intentional about my mood and my energy because I didn't have that time. So I know that's a non-negotiable for me. Yeah. Yeah. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I think another thing that's been important to me that I think is similar, it's really, it's about allowing time and making time and letting these things be a priority and letting it be okay that it may interrupt work, but because you prioritize things in a way that feels in alignment for you, all of a sudden you're more productive in the times you are actually working. Shocker. I don't know. So in the kind of same vein of the slow mornings over the years, I've definitely had lots of time to invest in my health. And I think this has shown up in a lot of different ways. You know, in some seasons it was, I have to go on a walk or I have to exercise before Mm -hmm. I start my day. Other times it's been really giving me grace and space to invest in various therapies. And like, sometimes that was physical therapy after an injury or, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing a counselor, a psychologist to talk therapy, to talk Mm -hmm. through things, but also just like, if you're in a season where you're trying to heal and be better and work on things like, that you can pursue what feels good and in alignment and what you actually need. And I think so often, especially in like a more traditional work environment, the stress of like, well, if I actually said yes to all of these things, right, I would be out like almost every day for a couple of hours and, and like, and maybe that way for six months. And like, will my boss even say yes to that? And like all this like built up pressure around it. And I know, especially like healing after the accident, there was points where I was like 20 hours a week or more between doctor's appointments and other Mm -hmm. therapies. And I wouldn't have been able to do that in any other work environment. Right. But now, even though like the volume is so much less, so much less, I do think the like, never feeling this weirdness or pressure around when I'm going to schedule a doctor's appointment or see someone like I can take a dentist at noon or like I will unapologetically make a midday hair appointment because guess what this bitch isn't doing going to the salon on a Saturday. No, I'm not doing that. No, not. That's my family time. Yeah, exactly. Literally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I get my nails done in the middle of the day. I do facials, massages, and hair appointments in the middle of the day. I Mm -hmm. schedule in advance. Like my team knows. Well, and that's the point. (laughs) Yeah, because that's the thing is it's like communicate early and often. Like it's easy to make time for these things if you anticipate them. Yeah. It's when you're trying to like, oh, the night before, I really would like to go. It's, right. it's hard. Like at that point, right. it's just really you can hard. Sometimes make that work, but my, I mean, my stuff is scheduled out. I mean, my hair appointments are scheduled out like six months in advance, but my everything else is at minimum. It's thirty days in advance because I schedule that one when I'm at my previous appointment, and yeah. it's on the calendar. I'm intentional about when I schedule it. Like I'm not going to do it when we have a meeting. <laughs> like it's not a dick move scheduling. You right. Know? right. Like, it's the most convenient for everyone. Right. I do try to schedule my stuff on Fridays because we are currently in a season of quiet Fridays. So we're in a slower season. So it's enabled us to try on what we're calling quiet Fridays. And what that means is everyone is still working, 
but we're working quietly and independently and kind of at your own pace. And so if you want to go to a coffee shop and get some work done, do it. If you're like, want to go to the grocery store in the middle of the day and then come back, do it. We're not doing recurring meetings. We're not doing meetings with anyone outside of BP and we're not expecting immediate responses on Slack. So it's just like a a little slower, quiet day. And we're going to trust that you're going to get done what you need to get done. And great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting because the days that we've like invested in like quiet time or time off or time away or like just different time, it's varied over time. For a long time, it was Mondays. And I really remember telling Emily, like, I want to be a part of my nephew's life. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to be as close to a parent without being biologically a parent Mm -hmm. as possible. Mm -hmm. Like, how can I just be there for him in any way? And so Mm -hmm. at that point, Emily and I were working four days a week and we had Mondays quote unquote off, but like, there's still things you're thinking about and like mentally doing and all of that stuff. But I prioritize for literally his first nine months of life. I took a day a week and I watched my nephew like all day, like my Mm -hmm. sister and brother-in-law were at work and my spouse and I actually both went together and it was such a special bonding time where we really got to spend time enjoying him and watching him Mm. grow and really the only reason it stopped I was gonna say you would have kept doing that if it wasn't for the damn pandemic yeah my sister got laid off during the pandemic otherwise I absolutely think we would have continued in some capacity Mm -hmm. and made it work and continued to make it a priority yeah but I will never (laughs) regret the time spent doing that right right So one of the next things I want to bring up, and we both kind of wrote it on here in different ways, going back to the communication, going back to knowing that this is a value of our entire team. And it is, it's not just a value that we say, it's a value that we're like, anytime that we can support the value we're going to. And so that means you are literally any person on our team, not just me and Abby, any person on our team is one Slack message away from needing to reschedule something, cancel something, change how their day looks. And anyone who can help make that happen, makes it happen. And there are things where it's just like, even if it's inconvenient for the reason that you need this time, okay, we're not, it's not a discussion. You're just getting the time because you need it. And we will figure everything out. Part of a value that helps us live in this value, they're like values that help each other is our value of being lighthearted. And part of that is at Boss Project, we believe that nothing is an emergency within our company. So like if there are actual emergencies within your life and your health or things that are just happening, those are valued more than whatever's happening in here. And our team knows that. And so for I woke up with a migraine. I will. I have texted Abby at 2 a.m. being like, by the way, I'm cramping. Like, I'm not going to see you in the morning. I'll reach back when I'm not dying. And she just knows what that means. She'll communicate to the team if she needs to. If there's like a sick dog last minute or like a sick kiddo last minute, our team just communicates with like, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I'm going to try to make. And then we just know how to handle it behind the scenes. Imagine like treating everyone on your team like they're adults that can take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really been powerful. Not I mean, Emily and I practiced this for years amongst ourselves because we, Emily and I, for the first several years, checked in 
pretty much every day around the same time, first thing in the morning. And over time, we just get more clear on like, at the end of the day, we kind of wrap up and figure out when we're going to connect next. And that's been working really well for us. But for the rest of the team, like we have figured out the way in which we need to communicate those things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if someone is in a situation, they can just share. And the craziest, like, I didn't anticipate how many things like this would pop up. But because we have the space for it, I feel like not only is our team more open to actually sharing what's going on, Mm -hmm. but these were blips. Like this was Mm -hmm. like, it didn't really change anything. Like we've had family members pass away, dogs pass away, uh, dogs in accidents, dogs go missing. So many dogs have gone missing. Bizarre amount of dogs have gone missing. And cats. (laughs) And cats. I have like two back-to-back serious health things pop up for family members of mine, one who was five hours away. And it was just an immediate, like, I'm not going to be here this week, guys. Yeah. And I also can't talk about it. So goodbye. And Abby's going to handle it. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, some like, by no means do we ever require anyone share what specifically happening. But I just think you never know who's going to need it and who's going to need that level of support and what it's going to look like or when it's going to pop up. And right. Is it sometimes inconvenient? Yeah. But but it never matters long-term. It doesn't matter more than giving this space. No, no, it literally doesn't. No. No. And what's so funny too, is like, we try to even make our team live more into the life first value than sometimes they do because we're like, take the day, take the day. And they're like, I need the distraction. Like I'm just, this is just why my mood might be weird because this is what's going on. And we're like, okay, but if you need to take the day, take the day. (laughs) They're so funny. Um, Okay. So the other thing I had on here. Oh yeah. Okay. So just my personality, the way that like my energy and headspace can be impacted by things. I find it really beneficial to have like carve out moments to just like do a reset. And so if it's working from a coffee shop or if it's browsing the plant store for 30, 45 minutes, getting a coffee, like leaving and getting a coffee or whatever, sitting outside on the deck to read a couple chapters and then diving back into it, our team knows and we know that me just saying like, hey, I'm going to pop out for an hour, like it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I don't ever have to explain it, but the amount of times I just need a little reset and I know that I have the freedom and choice to be able to add things like this within my day makes like, it's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Well, but the, I think the thing is the funny thing about it is like knowing that you can do it at any time. It's interesting to me how in, like, if you were to look at like one person, Right. And like monitor how they use their flexibility over six months. Like the frequency in which you like actually like utilize some of these things is not as frequent as you might think. But I think that like knowing that it can be prioritized at any moment is mm-hmm. it like gives this level of comfort and it makes you not resistant to doing the work right. in that way. Right. If that makes sense. No, definitely. One of the things I've always been terrible at, terrible, <laughs> but I love that like our team has been really intentional about planning for is, you know, I think often everyone else, other people's birthdays, other people's events, other people's 
weddings or baby showers or whatever. Do you know my schedule? Because someone else told me when it was happening, or maybe even I'm planning the thing, God forbid, and <laughs> I put it on the calendar. But I tend to not prioritize my own birthday or like my very close family members' birthdays, mm-hmm. anniversary, that kind of stuff. And I remember at the end of last year, Emily and I are both like, okay, if we're going to plan time off, like not only should we plan like the team time off, but we should and just vacations. Like, Right. But we should just like make it a rule. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you have to take your birthday and your wedding anniversary off. Yeah. And I'm like really proud of us for doing that. And I feel like, pe- like celebrated for it in a mm-hmm. way. Like mm-hmm. the team is like congratulating you for it and wishing you well. And like, I think in the past, I didn't necessarily have that in my own life. You know, you just like, like you're out it. literally tomorrow for your anniversary. Yeah. Literally, literally tomorrow. tomorrow. I kind of is that meeting we're out for three days in September because both of our birthdays and my anniversary is in September, but that's all right. <laughs> It'll be fine. Going on a girl's trip. You know, we both plan some trips. I wish I had more trips planned, but between gas prices and accidentally landing oh, up Atlanta. Brian filled up my new car with gas yesterday oh. and I said, how much did it cost? And he goes, you don't want to know. And I said, okay, don't tell me. So we don't know. And if you don't know this about me, you'll know it now. I am physically incapable of putting gas in my own vehicle. And so I think I are physically capable and you refuse to. No, I physically am incapable. (laughs) I've put gas in my own car maybe three times in the last five years, maybe 10 times in the last 10 years. I don't know. Well, I'm very glad that this rule of yours has since rubbed off on my spouse. And Mm -hmm. so now he'll be like, oh, I got to run because gas prices are going up. And so I'm driving the cars one at a time. (laughs) This rule has leaked so far into my family and friends that my dad puts gas in my car when I go up north. He'll just like take my car to put gas in it. And when I go see Amanda, right before I leave town, her husband always takes my car and fills it up with gas and brings it back. So if I can get to my destination with the amount of gas I have, I won't be putting gas in my car. <laughs> I know I'm not that crazy. I will I will, I will literally just not leave then. Like, but that's how stubborn I am about it because I hate it so much. It smells I don't feel like it's safe. I don't like it. It's not safe. I don't want to do it. And so I just don't. And so like literally if Brian were to be like, I'm not going to go get you gas, then I'd be like, great. Then I am not leaving. And I am also fine with that. I'll be interested to see if that would make you go electric or if you'd refuse to plug in your car. I think I would probably do that. I wouldn't want to get out and plug it in though is the problem. If they could invent an ele- like where you could pull up your electric car and you just like pull up on these like things and you're it just auto like a charging station you know? for like your a charging car. station, yeah, I would do that. I think we're a few years off, but yeah, I don't think yeah. that's impossible. Maybe my next car will be like that because I'm like, how are you going to charge through rubber tires? Like- well, I think it would still have to be like you drive in like the front, like like something clips into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like at a car wash, you can clip into those things. No, no, for oh. sure. I, I, I follow you. Exists. It probably already exists. Mm-hmm. Just not for us. <laughs> Just not for us common folk. <laughs> I did see the new, my friend Maddie sent me the new Mercedes that's all electric. And she was like, maybe this could be your next car. 
I'm like, oh, I am interested in all electric. I just don't feel like the technology is there for me right now. Like I, there are too many other things I prioritize in a car that I wouldn't get. Sure. And freaking the price of Tesla cars have like tripled in the last couple of years. So. Well, there are more electric options than ever, but yeah, besides the point, are you going to play? Yeah. You ready? Okay. I'm not going to tell you which one it is. Okay. And you guys, you can guess. Okay. Okay. Hopefully Coco Melon won't play. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what the volume is going to be like. It's definitely brown. Okay. I'm going to play the other one. Okay. Pausing that. That's pink. No? Am I backwards? Yeah. So this one's deeper. Remember the features of the sounds? This one is like rolling thunder, rolling river. So you feel how this one is deeper than the other mm-hmm. one? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Brown mm-hmm. noise. And this one's honestly not. This isn't the playlist I listen to because that one sounds kind of weird. Oh, here. This is the one I listen to. It's like a river. Yeah, I really think, I mean, not that I'm not, not opposed to those things, but I, we just have so many fans going that I just feel like between that, that's the brown, right? No? <laughs> that's this the pink. Pink noise for dreaming. Okay. Here's airplane sleep. Oh, I, like hate, I hate that. I don't like that. It makes my ears pop. I don't like <laughs> my it. My ears literally just Psychologically pop. can't handle that. Uh-huh. No, I don't like that. No, 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 no. Well, I hope today kind of gave you a preview of the ultimately, if you decide to live and build a business life first, that it can look like anything. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be the little things. It can be the little things. And ultimately, our goal is that you have the freedom to choose mm-hmm. what in which you want to prioritize and when and how that works. It's often the lack of choice that puts you in a tight position that causes extra stress, extra anxiety, and doesn't allow you to like really focus on the things that truly matter to mm-hmm. you. And so if we can do this for our team, but also help our clients do this inside the incubator, then we are doing our job. And Mm -hmm. so I hope this gave you some inspiration of how simple these things can look like, but how intentional you have to be about allowing them to be a priority. Yep. So if you want to shout out what this could look like for you, please don't hesitate to take it to our DMs over on Instagram at Boss Project. Share some values that you want to prioritize or if you need help figuring out what that could look like once you start growing your team, I'd love to chat with you. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. 
Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.